there, hi there, ho there. Hello, my little pumpkin spice lattes on a fall evening when the sun starts setting at 4.15. It's coming around to that time of year. Not quite yet, but Starbucks is getting their pumpkin spice latte, however they make it, in stock. If you've seen them on TikTok, you know. So get get ready, girlies. I did try to get a pumpkin spice donut from everyone's favorite location, Miss Duncan. But they said, sorry, babe, mm. we're out. And we're out of the apple cider ones. I said, I didn't ask about the apple cider. Doesn't seem a little too early, though. Like, it's still pretty hot outside. It is. But, like, but global, global warming. warming. And we live in the south. It was, like, 93 degrees today. I'm going to put this out there. I have never had a pumpkin spice latte, but that might change. I had never had one because I was one of those people that was like, pumpkin spice latte? I'm not going to do what all the popular girls do. And then once I stopped caring about that, it just never seemed appealing to me. So I just never got one. But I feel like I have to at least try Can I one. take you to get one? Of course. Because like, I don't want you to get one from Starbucks because controversial opinion. Mm. no uh but there's a place a local place that does one and i'm like okay so you'll just have to like take your private jet here because there's no other way for you to get here and then or what i'll do is i'll have them put it in a cup and i'll just throw it and i'll text you when it's Thank coming you. and i'll tell i'll tell you here's the trajectory tim reagan's <laughs> friday night lights baby catch it oh i'll catch it then it's like a frisbee mm-hmm you know, I, I got a great arm. I can I can catch it. Um, I'll definitely do that. I just think I need that experience. I need some. I honestly don't know if I've tried anything pumpkin spice in my life. I've never tried like a pumpkin spice donut. Okay, so we know, know what we're type. doing for the next. I know you don't care about it. I know, like I've never given into it, and I don't know why. I mean, for some reason, I used to think it just didn't seem good, but honestly, I don't have anything against pumpkin. Or spices what what do i like what do i have to lose um so i definitely need to try something pumpkin spice related you guys can let us know what she should try in the poll below the poll below it's going on right now it will close in 10 minutes speaking of the polls <laughs> presidential polls impeachment american crime story so Oh my gosh, that was a great segue. Thank you so much. It's almost like I went to school for a communications-related degree. We're all shook. We're all shaking. Um, <laughs> season three, Impeachment American Crime Story, is coming to us soon. I'm not going to lie. I have not seen the other two seasons. I am familiar with them because the first one is like O.J. Simpson trial. The second one is uh, the assassination of Gianni Versace. But the third one is all about Miss Monica Lewinsky. It looks so good. Yes, the trailers, living, breathing, dying. The little Starbucks cup with her name written on it. The little, hi, handsome, from Beanie Feldstein. I haven't seen her in enough stuff, but the stuff I have seen her in, loved it. She is, I've seen her in two things, and it was uh, Lady Bird and um, Booksmart. I didn't see the entirety of Booksmart. So I think it is like, I don't know. I was going to say weird, but it's not weird. It's just, it's it's odd to see her in a dramatic role. And I'm sure she's done it before and I just hadn't seen her in it. 
but I'm excited because she is pulling off the look and I'm sure she's doing a great job. And I have seen uh, the OJ Simpson one and it was amazing. I think it's on Netflix if you don't watch it. I tried watching the second one. I just couldn't get into it. Because that's the one with Darren um, Chris. Maybe I'd, yeah, maybe I just wasn't that interested in like the plot overall. Maybe, like the OJ one, I was really interested in. Um, this one, I am. And I don't know. And I, I think it's so cool how like dramatic it is. Because the whole thing was not was so dramatic. But I have never seen any type of adaptation of this event there probably is some like a lifetime movie out of it I think who there knows was a docu-series but is this like controversial to say the monica Lewinsky aesthetic i'm kind of like i kind of like it like the whole like when she's having those phone conversations and she has like these pink and white striped pajamas I'm like this is cute yeah and I think one thing the trailer, like, emphasizes is that, like, this the woman was 22. She was mm-hmm. our age when all this goes down, which is crazy to She's think about. She's younger than me. Mm-hmm. I'm pushing 24, y'all. Uh, but if you ever um, want to know what she's up to these days, she does uh, tweet a lot. And her tweets are so funny. Um, so if you love Monica, if you think she was done wrong, just go to her Twitter and just... Just read her tweets. It's crazy because, like, I think everyone in America, or, like, let me not say everyone in America because, you know, somebody's supposed to be living under a rock. But those of us who are cultured are familiar with the Monica Lewinsky situation. Mm -hmm. So this is exciting. Like, this is cool. It's definitely going to bring up a lot of stuff because I know the O.J. Simpson one brought up so much stuff about O.J. Simpson. I mean, any time there's a recreation of an event, it's always going to bring it back mm-hmm. up and people are going to start doubting things. People are going to be like, well, th- did this really happen? And did this happen? So it's interesting to see. Like, I don't know in detail everything that happened yeah. surrounding. I started like, listening to the original phone yeah. tapes like last week. Um, they're on YouTube oh, really? if anyone wants to hear them. They're there. Because um, I love anything that has to do with like political scandal. I don't know why. It's just like a thing for me. But I don't like the show Scandal. With Carrie Washington. Mm. No shade to her. Love her. But not for me. I'm sure it's based off of, um, like, just a bunch of recordings. and But there's probably, like, a biography it's based off of. Because m- mostly all of these uh, types of shows and are. And she's a producer. That's going to be interesting as well. I mean, you're going to... I mean, she's not going to put anything out there that isn't true. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope. And then... Yeah, Falco's gonna be in it, and mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson, she has to be in it. I mean, come yeah, on. She was in uh, the OJ one. I don't know if she was in Versace. I don't know, but you know, a lot of people did say that Sarah Paulson's gonna eat this role up, but nobody was talking about Beanie. I'm like, this I think girl. Because they haven't seen her or anything. This is like her first. I don't. I don't want to say it's her first dramatic role, but it's her, the first one that would be like that recognizable but so far i mean i hope she does a good job i'm sure she will she's a really good actress i'm very excited i just i can't wait for all of that i just can't wait i'm gonna watch oj i just checked on netflix it is on there i think because i'm studying oj for it's college it's it's really good 
but it does get you really worked up. Like, you know how things work out. Everybody knows how, you know, it all ended and stuff. But, you know, the show does bring up those emotions again. Speaking of emotions, what emotion do you uh, want to bring up? I think I want to bring up this idea that, and this kind of goes with what we're going to talk about later in the episode, you know, the main portion, is that maybe we should not uh, have expectations for movies. Um, I want to talk about uh, the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that leaked yesterday. So everybody's been kind of preparing for this movie because apparently it's like, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of movie. It's a lot. Um, nobody really knows what the plot is. Nobody really knows who's in it, who's not in it, because nobody's confirmed anything. But honestly, at this point, I think people need to learn a lesson that just don't have high expectations. So the trailer leaked. It was basically a recording of a recording of a recording. So you can't really see anything. And half of it did not have applied CGI. So it was just green screen. But... Um, there's also been leaked uh, photos, and if you don't want to be spoiled by any of this, I recommend just skipping this part. Leaked photos that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in fact going to be in the movie. And I think it's funny because Sony and Disney have both been saying, oh no, 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 they're not going to be in it. When, I mean, we've kind of all known for two years that they're going to be in Does it. Does that mean this is the and last I one? Um, I don't know. I think Tom Holland said somewhere, it was either Tom Holland or Zendaya said somewhere, like, it seems like it's gonna be last one, but they wouldn't be rejected to the idea of doing it again. But, um, I think it, I just, I know whoever leaked this, oh, they did not come back to work today. They're like, my job has been done, because everybody's been waiting for this trailer, everybody's been asking for it. And Disney's just like, we're not giving it to you. It's just not going to happen. Probably in two months before the movie comes out. And, you know, this one person who leaked it, they did their job. They said, I'm going to give something to the fans. It's barely anything. But if I got fired and blacklisted by Disney for this, it would have been worth it. It was me. I leaked it. You're all welcome. Thank you. But I think... I think we just need something, but also I think we all need to not have high expectations because somebody said this uh, on TikTok. If you go into it thinking one thing about the movie, you're almost like you're almost certain to be disappointed because everybody's expecting it to be like all three Spider-Mans team up against all the villains ever in the world. And if that doesn't happen, just imagine like... And it's like, we're all going to get so upset over a movie. I hope to God they don't do that. Let's put every villain in. Like, when are we going to realize that that doesn't work? Like, we've done it so many times before, and it it just, it's too much for one movie. I think in my opinion, and I I like the first Spider-Man movie in the MCU, the Homecoming one. I thought it was good. The second one was a little, mm, it was a little um, weird. The third one, from what I've heard, I mean, just from what we've been seeing and hearing about it, I'm like, what can y'all possibly, like, this has to be five hours long. How are you going to put all three Spider-Man, probably Gwen Stacy, Mary Jane, you're going to have another MCU character. Well, you know, 
the multiverse, anything can happen. I don't, I have no idea. And then they're including Doctor Strange, which is another MCU character. He's taken up the, the Tony Stark role that we all just missed, apparently. Um, so we have that, we have all the old villains coming back. Like, what is the plot at this point if you've got a thousand things going on? That's why I'm not... I'm excited for the movie, but I'm not expecting anything, like, to be organized. Go in with no expectations, and then you can't really be disappointed. Yeah, because it already sounds like a mess. But Disney didn't hear that from me, so Disney, please do not, you know, threaten me in any way. Because I'm kind of scared of y'all. Speaking of feeling threatened, we're back in a universe... We're men, brothers, boys, sons of Molly Ringwald. They just feel threatened in all senses of the word. We are back with, I think and I hope, is the final installment of the Kissing Booth trilogy. The Kissing Booth Part 3. Uh, lower back massages <laughs> on the sun chair. Ooh, I just do not need to see these images. It's so weird. I, like, when you pointed that out, I was like, okay, I was thinking the same thing. I couldn't tell if I was just being dramatic, but I was thinking the same thing. I thought I was being dramatic, too, but I was like, I need to be brave and ask Taylor. Am I thinking this is weird? Odd. It felt odd. And I was texting you this yesterday. Like, we had a whole conversation about this movie. What is the age demographic of the audience for this movie? Because I was saying that... It's giving off bad modern decom with like all these montages, a bunch of these weird Polaroid things going on, a bunch of colors, the over the top acting, which honestly, I do not remember the acting being that bad I think in the previous movies. I think it was like the last one. And keep in mind, at this point, Joey King and Jacob Ellardy had been together and broken up. And like, I don't think I could work with someone. I think that, and also, I think they know how much of a joke this series is, so they probably just made it even more of a joke by doing the horrible acting, because these are good actors. I don't know why people hate on Joey King so much, but she's a good actor, she's fine, but, you know, she, the kissing booth doesn't deserve her, that's for sure, but you have, so you have all this really childish stuff that you said was middle school level and then you have references to sex you have lower back body massages and you have underage kids drinking alcohol which by the way who is serving the, this alcohol at this bar to these underage children xoxo i need a word girl so it's very confusing because if i was you know nine and watching this movie I could be, like, some of this stuff would definitely go over my head if I was nine. See, I'm not thinking nine. I'm thinking, like, 12, 13. Yeah. Because that age, it's like, you're not in high school yet. You're not, you're like a teenager, but not really. You're like, you're a tween. And you're like, wow, but, this is what summer's yeah. like. But I don't know. I think children grow up faster now anyway. Just in general. I don't know, but... We were kind of saying how the first two movies, while they're pretty bad, they had like a tone and a plot, like a tone to them that wasn't so childish and definitely a plot of sorts. The second one had and almost this... too many plots. 
Mm-hmm. And this one just doesn't have one. Maybe the second one should have, you know, given the third one some. Well, they dropped. Okay. They had something to work with and they decided to drop it like 17 minutes into the movie because at the end of the second one, the whole, like the big cliffhanger is where is she going to college is she gonna go to harvard to be with her boyfriend noah or is she gonna go to uc berkeley to be with her best friend for life finn and in the beginning or finn what's his name flynn lee lee flynn is her last name yeah 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 okay oh okay (laughs) i was like am i crazy (laughs) and she ends up lying to them and being like no i got waitlisted by both schools which isn't true she got accepted to both of them so the power is in her hands and she decides she's going to procrastinate making the decision because she doesn't know what she wants to do which is valid whatever so they start going to the beach house which is a blatant ripoff of jenny hans the summer i turned pretty trilogy (laughs) Uh, which is way better, in my humble opinion, uh, for all the mid- middle school girlies looking for a summertime read as we head into the fall. Uh, she puts it off, and she's getting all these calls from the admissions offices, like, hey, girl, the window's closing. Make a choice. Make a choice. So she says, hey, I'm going to Harvard. 17 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um... I, you know, as bad as the plot was with, like, a, a woman having to choose her college of choice for four years, I should say, uh, between two, because of two men. I mean, it was, it's, it's an awful plot. You can just tell, like, what kind of standards are we trying to set here? But it was a plot nonetheless, and they dropped it. They dropped it for another list. Another list. Like, <sighs> With all these lists this girl was making in her childhood, she could have made a pros and cons list for college to play growing up if all they did was make lists. I don't know, but they drop it because they uh, they drop the plot because Lee and um, I almost called her Anna for some reason. Her name is not Anna. (laughs) We're talking about Elle or Rachel? Elle. Because Lee and Elle found um, this summer bucket list thing. And they're like, well, we haven't done this. We got to do everything. Um, I don't know. Something about it is weird because they probably wrote it when they were very young. So the fact that they're still just like, yeah, we have to do all these things or else our friendship is ruined really just shows the standards this friendship lies on. You don't do everything on a list, then suddenly, I mean, it's doomed. And, you know, Lee finds out about her college decision in a time where she's not ready to break that news to him. He finds out about it, spur of the moment, and obviously he's hurt. But also, I'm like, y'all can still visit each other. Like, a king made this whole detailed controlling schedule for his girlfriend of like we can meet each other on these weekends and these holidays and blah 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 I'm like y'all can just do the same and Lee's like but that's when I'm hanging out with Rachel I'm like you'll be home at Christmas time everyone will be home then and probably summer yeah I'm like you'll have time I just really I, I cannot stand these types of movies I cannot stand when two men are just obsessing over a, a woman it's 
and they ha- and they pressure her like just watching this movie was just so infuriating because I'm like why are we still making movies like this why are we still doing this I'm gonna say something I don't think that Noah was really pressuring her I feel like it was all Lee because Lee is my yeah. least favorite. He's so manipulative because she's trying to juggle literally everything. So she has a job because, you know, she, and I like that she called him out for being privileged. She's like, you've had everything handed to your whole entire life. Like, mm-hmm. I have so much on my plate right now. My dad is dating a new woman and it's making me feel like my mom's being replaced. I have to babysit my mm-hmm. brother. I'm trying to manage my relationship, hang out with you before we go to college. Like, not it's not always about you. And he's like you're being selfish you're not taking like you're not doing all this stuff with me and they like all the list stuff was just bad filler i'm not against Mm -hmm. like one or two montages in a movie but i'm like this is just not necessary because this movie was pushing two hours yeah and the amount of songs they used in this movie oh my and they were so out of like out of touch yes and it's I I don't know this movie I think out of all of them the the first two were fun to laugh at it was like oh my goodness this, these movies are so ridiculous but this one is actually infuriating I kind of liked the because, second one on the low like it was bad but I was like yeah. entertained yeah this one I just can't and the montages are so long it's stuff that I don't want to watch because it's cringy and like I said before, the over-the-top acting. Like, what in the world am I watching? The Mario Kart one, I swear to God, it lasted for, like, 20 minutes. I'm not joking. I thought it was a cool idea at first. I thought, okay, I can get behind this. Like, let's see what they try to do with this. And then, like you said, they just kind of kept going with it. Like, they actually... You don't... Okay, okay. I'm just going to put this out for anybody who wants to make movies. You do not need put to put the entire event out in the movie. You can make cuts to like different times in the event. You could you could shorten the event, but you know, we can tell it lasted longer. We can tell. You do not need to put all 9 rounds in the movie. It is like you don't have to do that. And it's the same thing with like the whole flash mob scene. So they do this whole choreographed dance routine inside this fancy restaurant to shut up and dance with me. And that song has not been relevant <laughs> in years, right? So it just no. dated the movie. And I have like strong opinions about song choice and everything for movies, like strong opinions. Because if you're gonna do an older song, you have to go way back. You can't go like five years ago because then it just dates the movie. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go old, go old. Yeah. Like go decades older. Yes, because then it's just like it's evident that, oh, they're doing they're jamming out to this oldie song. But when you pick something from like 2015, it's just it feels out of place. I was like, wait, is this based in 2015, 2016? What is this? Um, yeah, I I don't even, I I feel like I'm speechless from this movie. It's like, we did not need to have this movie exist. all these characters back for no reason. Like, okay, it is summer. Everyone has graduated. Yes, Rachel 
and all of them are because you know they're all connected but they're bringing people back from that literal prep school that have no reason to be there like the guy that sexually assaulted her in the first movie the british girl who i'm pretty sure was supposed to have graduated two years ago all of like the the popular girls i'm like they would not all be at the same place in the summer this is not a small town when that girl the british girl like popped up i'm like who are you I was like, I do not remember you. And I was like, oh, that's no, like, that was the whole jealousy thing in the second movie. And then she has her own subplot where oh, her I parents are getting. I wasn't talking about her. Oh, well, I. I was talking about the other British girl. Oh, okay. The one that was kind of, like, snotty yeah. in the first movie. She was supposed to have graduated mm. in the first movie. She just sticks around. She's like, I'm, st- I'm sticking around, But the apparently. jealousy girl, they brought her back as well. The jealousy girl, um, that's her name because I can't remember her name. I, weirdest subplot of the, because there's no reason to bring her back and there's no reason to bring the other guy. The guy like that Marco like. Marco or whatever his name is. Apparently, that Elle apparently had a flirtatious thing with because second movie was i'm trying to remember the second movie the second movie revolved around like noah and l being separated not like separate but you know what i mean they're in two different places and then they start like developing romantic feelings for these other people and jealousy grows so they decide to bring back these two other people again so they can rehash old times and bring back the same plot because they have nothing like you couldn't even come up with anything original. You had to come... You had to remake the second movie halfway through the third one. Exactly. And, like, during the whole Mario Kart thing, we started to see Noah's anger issues come back out. He's like, no. You guys kiss. I I forgot about that. That was, like, a thing. I was like, this that is That he got into fights. I was like, I don't like this. And then... <laughs> But it wasn't even a, like, babe, no, look at me. Like, it, we didn't even get that kind of satisfaction. I would no, have rather had a we, babe look at me. No, they tried to be serious with it, and it didn't work. It was just cringy. Um, and then Rachel, but, that whole situation, I wanted to literally scream. So what, what, I honestly cannot remember anything with Rachel. Okay, <laughs> so here's the deal. Rachel Lee's girlfriend, who's 31, might I add. I'm not coming for her age, but it's just, it's like blatant that they're not the same, in the same age group. Mm -hmm. But Chloe, the British girl, she's 29. So once again, not coming for anybody's age. But Lee goes into obsessive, I can manage everyone's time to suit my life mentality. And he's showing her this whole calendar of, like, all the times they can get back together. Because I think she's going to college in Rhode Island. And he's staying in California. So, like, obviously, you know, that's across the country. Mm-hmm. And you can see on her face that she's like... <laughs> it's crazy. And, like, she's not trying to be negative. But I kind of understood where she was coming from. Because, like, she's about to go through this big life transition. He's about to go through this big life transition. The focus does not need to be on this relationship. It just doesn't. And then he buys these tickets for her. These concert tickets. Mm -hmm. And she's like, these are on our orientation dates. And he's like, well, I figured we can just skip them and hang out together. And she's like, King, no. We can't just be doing that. Um, what The one thing that popped out to me was like, he said, 
here's Labor Day. This is going to be a long weekend. You know, Labor Day weekend is three days long. She is not going to spend Labor Day weekend being on a train or a plane. Because, you know, probably got to get to get on a train to get to the airport. To fly over to California to spend at most two days. I mean, it's just kind of weird. And Labor don't Day you think? is at the very beginning of the semester. Yeah. Like, you're. it's fine. Like, why would you spend all that money buying a plane ticket to be somewhere for two days? Like, wait, Maybe not even two days. Just wait until freaking Thanksgiving or something. Mm-hmm. Or Christmas break. It, I, or excuse me winter break let me be inclusive uh but it's just i don't know and then she decides to call it off with him and not even in a negative way she's just like listen i want to focus on this we're both about to enter this very stressful situation this huge life transition and like we don't need to be stressed about this so i'm gonna let you go and he's like <laughs> and then she's like but if we're meant to find each other we'll find our way back to each other you set a bird free and if it flies back, then it's meant to be. I Honestly, would do so good I'm, in a long distance relationship. I think I would thrive in it. I wouldn't be. I was surprised that Rachel wasn't like angry at him for his whole obsession with Elle. Like I know that was a, that was another plot in the last movie, but his obsession with her is so weird because he gets all mad at her. When he finds out she's going to Harvard. And by the way. I did some research. Um, So. Just letting y'all know. Harvard students are required. To live on campus. um, Unless you know. You have certain stuff going on. But I'm I'm sure they don't exclude. Exclude you from. That if you want to live with your boyfriend. Because Noah's like yeah we can get an apartment off campus. No no no. She has to live on campus freshman year. If she wants to go to Harvard. But they also Berkeley have, does not allow them. <laughs> they have Molly Ringwald as a mom. So like they can probably swing it. Yeah. Um, I was not surprised that there was. A moment of clarity. That was narrated by Molly Ringwald. There always has to be a moment in the movie where Elle is at an at, at odds about something. And Molly comes in. She's like, look, let me tell you what to do. Because I'm the wise one around here. I am Molly Ringwald. Um, and, you know, she's kind of been speaking what we've been speaking this entire time. Like, you're so worried about these two people and what everybody wants for you. But you haven't worried about what you want for yourself. I'm like, wow, it's finally somebody said it. Exactly. It only took three movies. And I think she was so worried about everyone else's opinion because it's easier to people please than it is to really be introspective, look inside yourself and figure out, what do I want? Because honestly, deciding what you want to do is one of the most difficult things in the world, in my humble opinion. And... Mm -hmm. Her decision ends up being, I don't want to go to either of these schools. That was a good decision because we even said that. Yeah, she was like, I'm going to go to USC and I'm going to study game design. But that whole interview process where they were like, pitch us a game right now. I thought that that was whack. Like they were like, give us a game idea right now. I'm like, that 
I mean, I've never been in a college interview before because I didn't go to school. I didn't apply to schools that required one. But don't they do it for like a broader, like, do they not ask you questions like just on a broader spectrum, not requiring your major in any way? I mean, I've never like, been in a college interview either, but usually like when you see it in other movies it's more like it's kind of like how we have essay questions to apply to schools it's like why do you want to go here what do you mm-hmm. think you can bring to our school they don't ask you like oh so you want to be an architect how would you build a house today like right now like they don't <laughs> ask you that stuff and then if it's you were like, given I wasn't prepared yeah. I was on her side I was like girl because that's not a fair question to ask Yeah, and I would also like to point out that, and we pointed this out in the last movie, there is no way any of these people just, I'm sorry, how does any of these people get into such good schools? I'm just so bewildered. I mean, Molly's kids, it's definitely money. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, is Elle, Elle must be like super smart or something. What is that girl got going for her? Well, we heard her college essay in the last movie, and I don't know about that. Because it was very much, my brother's smile. Yeah. I was like, Who's girl, like they would throw that in the trash. Yeah, and she, I don't know, like Harvard. Harvard, oh my, how did Noah get into Harvard? I just need to know. And what is he doing at Harvard? Is, like, was what, he going what, to, like, what, law school or something? Oh, yeah, because, you know, spoiler alert, there's a six-year time jump. They pulled an in-game on us. They said, we're going to give Joey King a pixie cut, um, and everybody's going to meet up once again. Flop era. And he's, yeah. Even though they've practically been in their flop era for all these movies. <laughs> They were going to get out of their flop era, but apparently Rachel and Lee are back together and are getting married. And then, you know, Elle is working at this small gaming company. Noah. Straight out of college. Yeah. I'm like, wow, clearly the pandemic didn't affect her. And then (laughs) Noah's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to start at this law practice. Or I think he just started. He's like, yeah, don't tell the cops, but I clocked out 20 minutes early. Wait. Wait, you're telling me this man went through his bachelor's degree and he went to law school in this short amount of time? He is in older six than years. Her. By one, like one year? I don't know. Nepotism, man. I don't know. And he's like, I gotta choose between New York and LA. Like, the most stereotypical city. I'm sorry, there are other cities I with want other law it to firms. Be like, I have to choose between Minnesota and Mississippi. Like, why do these people, I don't know. I have to choose between Wisconsin and Wyoming. I I wasn't good enough for New York. (laughs) (laughs) But she's, like, trying to justify her job. She's like, yeah, it's a really small company, and we don't have anything, but, like, it's great. I get so much creative freedom. Me trying to act like I'm happy. She's like, I get so much creative freedom because nobody's paying me for anything. Like, you know people who have false positivity? It's like you walk in the kitchen, the fridge is empty, and you're like, listen, I don't have any food, but, like, that just means I have less decisions to make. Like, I mean, that's definitely the post-grad life. But that was so unrealistic to me. How did this girl 
get into the game developing community, not even community, career, um, this early on. Did you <laughs> She must have done something really... No, continue. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, she must have done some really good work in college to have gotten that. I don't understand the pitch she gave them when she started talking about, like, fantasy football and esports. Oh. I was like, what? I I am almost positive this is a thing. So she basically just said, like, what is what if it's fantasy fo- football? I think this is what she was talking about. What if it's fantasy football, but for gamers? So like people who play games. So there's these things like you've probably heard of them because I think they literally had this in the second movie where there's competitions. You play a video game and whoever wins the game, you win like a bunch of money. I mean, they do this with Fortnite. Where, like, you get I mean, hundreds I'm, of... I'm going to edit this out, but I've literally written a story on, like, esports and, like, winning and all that. But I yeah, just, the way I mean, she phrased it, I was like, what are you talking about? I felt like I was having a stroke trying to follow she, the storyline. The movie tried to overcomplicate it, but it's literally a thing. I'm almost positive it's a thing where you just bet on a bunch of... I mean, I mean, I don't know, like the logistics of fantasy football i've never done fantasy football i just know you probably lose money if you it's probably like, well, poker. like you Who build knows? a league based on like different players yeah so you just do that but with gamers in certain competitions and this is a world where esports is like as big as you know actual sports I'm like, this is not like it. And it wasn't a video game idea. They were like, pitch us a video game idea. And she's like, okay, I'll do something not like that. But here's something I do have. It's like, girl, that's not what they asked for. They really didn't ask her for any of that. And like, the whole scene with Linda, why was she so mean to her? She was so mean. It's like the Thanksgiving scene all over again. They're all playing Monopoly together. And they're competing over who gets to have the dog piece, which is so stupid. And then Elle's like, no, Linda, you're not my mom. And you're never going to replace her. And you don't belong here. The amount of times I've seen in, in a movie or TV show where somebody sits in a certain seat. Somebody plays with a certain thing. I don't know. And it's like, that was my dead mother's. That was my dead father's. They literally di- did this in the Gilmore Girls revival where... Like, Luke almost sat in Richard's seat, and everybody was like, no, 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 don't do that. Like, that's a thing. And it kind of creates this whole hysteria with everything. Like, we we can start a conflict some other way. Like, I would get it if Linda walked in and, like, took one of her mom's, like, clothing items or something. But I'm like, it is a game piece. Mm-hmm. Like, sis, this is communal. And Linda is, like, just trying to live and breathe. But I also thought this was weird. Linda was friends with Elle's mom. Yeah, that gave me um, This Is Us vibes. If anybody has watched far enough into This Is Us, I'm not going to put spoiler alert because, I mean, it's been out for quite a while. Like, Rebecca and Jack were once married, but Jack died tragically and then she gets with uh, like this is years later she uh, marries Jack's best friend I think his name is Miguel um, 
and there's this whole conflict with the kids. Well, like, why did you like what? What? what, what how did this come to be? And it, she's like, well, we just kind of knew Jack, and like we both bonded over this grief, and I don't know. I get that, like a trauma bond, but it's just like sus to me because I'm like, did you have feelings for this man like back when mm-hmm. their mother? his wife was still alive yeah like in this is us they did it better because it was very obvious that miguel never had feelings for rebecca um before because he was married with his own like the the marriage was like troubling but it was it wasn't because of like rebecca or anything but like this one i i just don't think they went too much into it to where we can't assume that she did and also why does Elle not know who Linda is? Because she, in the beginning of the movie, her dad is like, oh, I'm going on another date. And she's like, oh, like something about who's this woman or like with the same woman. Like, shouldn't you know who Linda is if your mom and her were friends or? I mean, it definitely seemed like they knew each other because Linda straight up said, oh, I have these stories about your mom from way back when or whatever. So I don't know how close they were. Maybe they worked at the same place or something. So they like knew each other, but not really. I don't know. But the whole her not really knowing Linda and like her dad dating this woman. I mean, like when I was growing up, my mom dated people and like I didn't know them because like if it didn't get serious, she wasn't ever like, here's so-and-so. No, I was meaning like, how did she not? Because Linda made it out to seem like her and her mom were best friends. So if they were so like close friends, how did... L not know who Linda was by association from her mother. You know? I mean, some like parents that's... have friendships outside of like the home though, I guess. Cause I don't yeah, know how I close guess. they were. They might have just like worked at the same place because it was obvious that Molly Ringwald was like her best friend, best friend. Oh yeah. I didn't even know <laughs> I didn't even remember that. Also, how much is Molly Ringwald getting paid for these movies? I would love to see a pay stub. And why is she even in these movies? Like, this is Molly Ringwald. I mean, Molly said, listen, the 80s may be over, but I'm not. She said, I'm here to serve as uh, the mother to the motherless. Mm-hmm. And Elle writes this card that's like, Mom, I hope you don't mind me calling you that. And they take that picture together when they're literally fighting. Like, that, like the pic, I'm like, what is this? This movie was just a whole lot of mistakes. And they kept changing what they were going to do. Because in the beginning, Molly Ringwald and her husband, who I don't remember him ever having any lines before this movie, comes up and they're like, we're going to sell the beach house. And the kids are like, we'll take care of it so you don't have to come out here the whole time. And like, they're not packing anything up or anything. And it's actually, it's going to get demolished. Yeah, because the whole deal is like, these are all very old houses that are just, I mean, they're going to get demolished. And at the end, Molly Ringwald comes to the realization that this is her kid's, like, childhood or whatever. And she's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell this house. And he said, well, it's getting demolished anyways. <laughs> Which I thought was so funny. <laughs> it's just like, you could be getting money out of this, but. Not really. The hot gossip is, like, when even when everyone still thought it was going to be demolished before Molly made her decision, 
Elle, like, they hang the pictures up on the wall, and they're like, we're not taking these down. They belong here. I'm like, so you're just going to let the pictures that you just got printed get destroyed? Ugh. I don't care about, like, sentimentalism, sentimental, whatever. I don't care about any of that stuff. You know, but just keep the things that you have to remember by. Don't let it go down with it. And then, like, Lee paints over the heights that him and Noah got in a fight about. And I'm like, wow, now Molly's not selling it, so the heights got painted over for no reason. He probably has a list of every height goal. He's like, by the time I'm this age, I'm going to be this height. And if we're not the same height at this age, then our friendship is going down the drain. (laughs) hated this movie so much it was so bad and chloe and her parents divorce was just so out of place nothing happened with that rachel just disappeared and then they magically found their way back to each other yeah well we kind of forgot to mention that noah and Elle end up breaking up because they said long distance not for us <laughs> they were like well we'll find each other one day and then that cuts to, like, the six-year time jump. And they did not find each other for a long time. It felt bizarre because, like, they had planned to live together. And then Noah breaks up with her because he thinks it's, like, for her own good or whatever. But I'm like, you were also her plans of, like, where she was going to live. So you kind of got her in a bind. And then when mm-hmm. she decides not to go to either school... She has to, like, defer and go in the spring. Because, like, when she was like, I'm going to go to USC. I was like, how is she going to go to USC? It's, like, the middle of the summer. Like, the application date has closed. Yeah. I just think it was weird after the six-year time jump that she never saw. They kind of insinuate that she never saw Noah again until that moment. I'm like, if she's such best friends with Lee... Shouldn't they have, like, crossed paths at some point in their life? But, you know, the movie, the end of the movie, apparently the kissing booth is still a thing. Because apparently a kissing booth is an original idea only come up by Lee and Elle. Nobody ever, no way ever in history has ever come up with a kissing booth. (laughs) Can you believe um, they still have it? (laughs) As if it's an original tradition that they came up with. And Noah comes up. He's in this fancy suit. Because apparently lawyers. Did you know that lawyers have their own law. Where they can't go anywhere without wearing a suit. And she talks about like she has her own motorcycle. And like something about the pixie cut. And her having a motorcycle. I just can't. The image is just haunting me in my head. Oh my god. And it was like the outfit she had on too. No, I know what you're talking about. I understand. Yes. And, you know, they're all awkward around each other. It's like, we should ride together sometime. (laughs) (laughs) This movie. It was just so bad. I hated the ending so much. Why did they cut six years? Six years out of all the time. Like, just cut one year it doesn't matter well oh my god though that makes sense though they jumped six years so she would have been out of college two years he would have been like probably completed with the masters out one so that's why they picked six 
I guess. I don't know. Because earlier we were like, how did she get a job straight out of college? It would have been two years. They take one last look at each other and they're just like, mm, yeah, we're still in love. But I'm a little confused by the ending, like the ending ending scene where they're riding on the motorcycles. Is that Noah? Yeah. On the other motorcycle? Yeah, because okay, I was we like, I ride together sometime. I will not lie. Elle looked like she was having a hard time in that motorcycle. She kind of just kept going like swerving a little bit and she said and i can't believe we all got together because uh well you know well you know it's <laughs> like so, yes unfortunately we do know we're aware three movies in we understand but the music choices here's another moment when noah's walking up these stairs before he looks back they play um falling in love in a coffee shop by like landon pig or whatever and that's such an old song it's like i think that maybe uh like, it's so... What year is this movie they, set in? I don't know. And they end up using what are now being considered as TikTok songs. And, you know, this movie was made after these songs have been on TikTok. So the fact that the producers or whoever picked the music for this movie, they were like, okay, these are pretty popular with the kids. The kids are going to know what th these songs are. And I don't remember exactly what songs they were, but... When I heard them, I was like, oh, God. I think they should have picked Streets oh. by Doja Cat. Like, just imagine hearing, like... Oh, definitely. <laughs> Maybe we should take a ride together sometime, and it cuts to... <laughs> Papa, he's a rare breed. Don't compare <laughs> This movie... Th this movie trilogy has been an adventure. Hopefully they don't decide to do some spinoffs or whatever. I, I do not need to a spinoff of what happened in those six years. I want the hugging booth. The hugging booth? That's the Christian version. <laughs> Of the kissing booth. Um, leave room for Jesus. Mm hmm What would you rate this movie? This fantastic movie? Oh, God. Out of, um... Let's see. Out of ten... Height markings on the wall that were painted over and will never be restored, I would give it three. Um... For me, out of 10, Lee's getting a job at the restaurant and ditching in the middle of his shift, um, I would give this a 2 out of 10. <laughs> it's really this bad. Was so bad. But it was so bad. But the second movie was it's... terrible, but like I would probably watch the second one again. It's watchable. This one is not watchable. No. No, and it was no. so slow that I had sped it up and it felt like normal speed. I wish I had sped it up. I didn't. The movie was so long. It felt like it was never going to end. No. But hopefully this podcast doesn't feel that way because we still have a pretty beefy quiz to get to. Yes, we do. Let's take a quizzy wizzy. We are taking a quiz called We Know Which Coastal California Town You Should Live In Based on the Life You Create. There's no place I'd rather be than on my surfboard out at sea, you and me. By Jen the Meerkat. It was correct. I don't know why. You did I, say it right. I know. Like, I know, but I kind of like just went Meerkat. Meerkat. <laughs> America, uh, a community contributor. Thank you, Jen. 
thanks. I don't know if you're human, but thanks. Um, who will you be living with? My favorite trio of girl bosses, me, myself, and I. Uh, with my SO, with my boo-boo baby head, with my BFF, my sorority sister, or with my family. Um, if I'm on a coastal... Let's see, if I'm, like, looking for a beach house, I'm living with just me, myself, and I. I don't know. I feel like I need that Are we going quiet. with realistic or are we going with fantasy? Like, I'm, like what's, what, what are we doing with? Um, let's get, I mean, realistic. Why not? Okay, realistic is going to be me, myself, and I. Fantasy land, it would be a different scenario. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, choose an image. So we have some, um some mountains in the background uh very much giving me we're drinking tea and or coffee on the coastline uh someone's parents are fighting in the background there's a divorce in progress and you're sitting there thinking it's gonna be all right even though it's not your life's falling apart uh picture number two very much giving me engagement photos oh yeah definitely Mm -hmm. yes or a destined or it's like a destination wedding of sorts. Yeah, and it's got someone's like flying a drone. Cliffs. And you can hear the, the vows, <laughs> yeah. like voiceover. It's like, from the day that I first met you in Miss Fletcher's third grade class, I knew that you were the love of my life. I knew that I wanted Ooh. my kids to be just like you. That's the wedding where they have to have microphones because the waves are too loud and there's too many people. Like, nobody can hear their vows. And everyone has to wear white, even though, like, you're not supposed to wear white because the bride is. But, you know, someone's got white capris on. Uh, then we have this one. It's got a little girly pop in the corner. Oh, I didn't even yeah, look at her that. arm. Uh, it's giving very much fighting but posing for a photo. Like, you just got done screaming. Mm. But you got to look good for the gram. And then picture number four, I feel like we've seen this in any rom-com ever. Like, it's very much the last song. The turtles are trying to get back to Mm -hmm. the water. (laughs) Yeah, Key is is out there just, like, pushing those turtles back in the water. Um, I actually, I like the destination wedding engagement photo area. Hopefully, I don't run into either of those things if I'm there. I don't want to be included in anybody's photos in the background. I'm going to pick screaming at sunset. Mm. Good choice. Uh, choose a home exterior. Okay, cool. This one is like a villa. It looks kind of like Rico's Surf Shack in Hannah Montana. It's cute. I like the little rickety, rickety vibe. I like it, but it's like also modern beach house situation. So it's a really odd combination. When I said rickety, my brain said Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick, Rick, Rick and Morty, Rick, 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 Rick. <laughs> the second one is like everything that I wouldn't want. Uh, it's a pool, which what do we need that if we're oh. near the beach? Uh, but it's got that, what what is that called? Like the Hispanic style, like the Spanish homes. That's like, 
I would say, yeah, that's like a Spanish uh, colonial style home. Uh, that's what they're actually called. It's not <laughs> ugly. I just hate this pool in the middle. It's very intrusive. It's very like, why is it like, there? What if you, like, what if you sleepwalk? And you, like, sleepwalk outside. Like that scene from the 1993 Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. And they're, like, swimming in that water or whatever. And he's like, I want to love mm-hmm. you by the moon. And she's like, don't. It's so inconsistent. Uh. And he's like, what should I swear my love by? She's like, don't swear it. You know, we've all seen the scene. Uh, then we have picture mm-hmm. number three. This is what I would think of when someone says beach house. There's sand. You know someone's tracking it through. There's mosquitoes. And there's a house. You know. And then this yeah. one, is this even a home or a rock and a twig? Um, If you look like in the corner, the house is like kind of on the cliff. But that's area. not giving me enough information. Yeah, it's like in the background. This isn't, um, I guess we're just going to look at um, the, the rocks uh, look like lungs. Like very displaced lungs. Like Do they not? Them. It's hard to breathe at this altitude. Like, I'm suffocating. And that's why they don't want to advertise the home. Because I have asthma. Mm. Um, I'm going to choose the more realistic beach house. Not saying any of these aren't realistic because they all exist. But, you know, the one that looks the most simple, I doubt anybody has lived in it for like six months. So it's probably very Katie's dusty. Katie's got neighbors looking but... at two houses on each side. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's just a beach house. I'm picking the last song, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick, 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 Rick. Okay. <laughs> uh, choose a home interior. Ooh. Uh, some of these are kind of cute. Okay, so the first one is giving me uh, recently divorced but a writer, you know, sitting by the window thinking... When Jonathan left me, that was the day I knew that it was time for me to prepare my passion. It's definitely Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. And it's, look at that little Edison bulb. Look at these wine glasses hanging upside down. Mm-hmm. That chair does not look very comfortable, though. It needs mm-hmm. a cushion. Um, it's not a chair designed for long periods of sitting. Uh, then we have mm-hmm. those floor-to-ceiling windows. I like the idea of this, but it's also terrifying. What if there's a hurricane and that glass shatters everywhere? I have no idea. Maybe they have special hurricane resistant glass if they're they even They say is that a thing. and then the second a wave hits, it's like all on my floor. It reminds me of mm-hmm. uh the house from I was going to say the house of Anubis, no. Uh the house from a, a series of unfortunate events, Aunt Josephine. And that big old library, it reminds me of that. And it's got mm-hmm. that hula that hula skirt material shade situation, that little rattan. Yeah. The third one is hideous. I can tell those. <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say the second one, the chairs are so ugly. Like they're in the shade. They I can are. Tell those ugly. are the chairs that everyone's parents had in like the 2000s. And I can mm-hmm. say that because we had chairs that were similar to that. Um, <laughs> This one, this little chandelier in picture number three is hideous. Like, that's so ugly. What is that? It's very bright. That's a really bright chandelier. It looks like Pixie Hollow Silver Mist. And she makes those little water bubbles (laughs) (laughs) that just hang in front of the ceiling. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of plain. And if that background is the kitchen, that's too small. But I think it's just a wine fridge and a cabinet. I would say it is, but my main issue is how close the dining, like, table and chairs is to that window. Because what if, I don't, like, I feel like you need space. If you're going to live in a big beach house, you need space where your dining area is. Because if you're trying to pull out a chair, and what if somebody's trying to walk behind you, but they bump into the glass, you know, the glass where the whole ocean is. I mean, it's too tight. And you it can't just have is. children there because there's going to be handprints on literally everything. Uh, then number four, no. this is Florida retirement. It's got those gauzy curtains, some very visible chairs outside. It's like um, it's like a condo, but you know, on the ground. <laughs> Basically, that's what it reminds me. I feel me like of. if I lived there, I would start smoking. It's- I don't know why. I just feel like I would have to roll out of bed and have my morning cigarette outside. I'm picking mm-hmm. Big Little Lies wine glass home. Um, I, honestly, I'm going to choose the Florida retirement wine because I feel like there's something nostalgic about it. Because, um, like, something about that just seems very familiar when, like, we used to go on vacation we, we didn't, like, stay in places that were, like, on the beach, but sometimes we did. And, you know, that was always the best thing ever when you got to stay on the beach. I can't say or relate, but I will take that experience <laughs> and catalog it. Hmm. Choose something refreshing to prepare in your kitchen. <gasps> Ooh. We have a fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Very much Harry Styles. Very much kiwi, cherry, watermelon. That's a... A lot of fruit. Uh-huh. And, like, I love the, the artistry of the way this kiwi is sliced. Mm. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. Then we have, can this motorcycle or truck that's revving outside, we have some cherry pops. These are pretty. These are cute. Those are so cool. And it looks like a creamsicle mm. type of situation. Then we have, um, I feel like this is Katie's aesthetic, a smoothie bowl. I do love a good smoothie I bowl. I feel like you would be having the time of your life making these stripes on top. And then we have, Oh, yeah. We have a lemonade uh, with a little element <laughs> <laughs> leaf. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just compared to the rest of the options, it's just would like, you like lemonade. Food or like, lemonade? Like, you can literally just get lemonade at the store. I mean, yeah, you can get all this stuff, too, but... I gotta pick the pretty cherry know. popsicles. They're beautiful. Mm, I have to... Cho- I just have to choose the smoothie bowl. It looks so delicious. And also, there's something about this uh, person having a wave tattoo on their wrist that just adds to the entire aesthetic. a lot of Hawaii. And Katie can speak mm-hmm. on that because she's a Hawaii native. Like, she's been, she knows the pineapple vibes. Do not take her word for that. <laughs> I never claimed I was a native. It's a pataya bowl. Right. Isn't it pataya? <laughs> I've never had that before. I have no idea. Um, choose a balcony. Ooh, okay, so the first one is old people. It just is. But mm-hmm. it kind of looks like it could be in Nice in France, you know? A little wine. I don't really like those chairs very much. Is that... Like, am I crazy? Or is that like a pink 
Or is it like some sort of off-white? I'm viewing it as off Maybe it's my computer. White, like kind of like a cream. I think it's it might be my computer screen because I have it on a different color setting. But it looks pink then to me. Then we have sexy depression. Definitely women written by men. Yeah, it's like I'm so In sad. A- <laughs> so I'm going to go lean against the railing of my bikini. Like I'm just so depressed. <laughs> I'm having a crisis of identity, so I'm just going to, like, you know, arch my back a little. Uh, Then we have somebody sitting down. These little glass railing things, I don't like that. It doesn't feel safe to me. Mm -hmm. This person is definitely also having an identity crisis because anybody who's like, I'm going to quit my job and take pictures by the beach. That's an identity crisis right there. Isn't this in Greece? Like, doesn't it come up like Greece? It might be. I don't know, though. But, like, the wind, the glass just isn't connected. That's what freaks me out. Yeah, it looks like if you leaned on it the wrong way, the whole thing would just break off. And then Mm -hmm. the final picture, hideous. Uh, Fruit Loops. Just think about Fruit Loops um, and that bird thing from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Coco. Yeah. Like, I feel like the person making this quiz um, kind of gave up with the last option because nothing about that seems like a balcony to me, like, compared to the rest of them. Um, but I want to go with, again, the old person option. Okay, little old, little uh, old people? You know. Yeah. I think I just, I don't know, something about it just, I love it. I don't know if, if I ever retire, if I'm going to have a beach house, but I don't know. It's just a tradition, apparently. I don't think I'm ready for bikini depression yet, but, like, maybe um, self-identity photography. Nice. Just almost falling off. Yeah, just, like, a little bit sad, but still, like, clinging on to hope. Uh, Because bikini depression is just, like, Mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. What are you doing on your balcony? with your wine glass? Okay, reading... Just reading. Just reading. It looks like... We don't know what we're reading. I mean, the wind has blown pretty hard, so I don't know how practical that is. Tanning. Katie's favorite hobby. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sipping on a cocktail. That would work for yours because there are wine glasses in the photo. Exactly. Or yoga or workout. Okay, but imagine me taking my exercise bike onto the balcony. Like, wouldn't that be fun? I'm going to take my entire Peloton that I do not own, but my parents do, but I use it anyways, and I use their account that they pay for. Um, I'm going to just drag it out onto the balcony every single day. My Weslo cross cycle is coming with me, so I'm going to start getting shredded to the sounds of the waves. Um, I'm going to go with reading because there's nothing like the aesthetic of I feel like reading is really, like, sometimes I'm in the mood for it and sometimes I'm not. But, like, when I'm at the beach, that's, like, when my reading personality comes out. Um, I could say sipping on a cocktail, but, you know, I feel like I would just get bored by it already. Like, what else am I doing? Just staring out I into mean, the like ocean? Dissociating. If Maybe. I was a drinker, I, I would be by myself, cocktail. though. But I'm not, mm-hmm. so... Oh, well, besties. Oh, well. 
Uh, pick a beach to live right next to. Not on, but right next to. So this one is the beach that anyone would get shipwrecked and stranded on because there's nobody there. There's a little wooden fence, so there's a man-made touch. It looks like there's some people frolicking in the ocean, but it's pretty deserted. Peaceful, calming. The second one Mm -hmm. doesn't have a ton of people, but more than the first, and it appears like there's more children. And I bet there's a lot of pollution. There's a lot of microplastics there. I can just feel it. Yeah. Um, the third one, there's microplastics, but because of the hilliness of the seaside, you're thinking, no, 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 this land is untouched. This land is perfect. This land is your ma- land. This land is my land. It was made for you and me, that song and everything from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf mm-hmm. Stream waters. Uh, and then we have another deserted beach. This is where you go to jog in the morning. This is where Shailene Woodley was frolicking where she was jamming out where she was healing oh yeah Mm -hmm. um i have to choose the like jogging beach that's definitely um like the first one gives me public beach but it's not like the beach you take your kids to it's the beach where it's like oh we'll just go for a little walk um the last one that's definitely a private beach for the beach houses. Like, you pay a fine to use this beach. I don't know if that's a thing, but I feel like that would be a thing. And I'm choosing that. Uh, I'm not picking either of the microplastic options. I think I'm going to go with uh, shipwrecked, deserted, stranded. Just because it's kind of moody. Mm-hmm. And I think because I'm, I brought my bike out onto the balcony... I can work on myself alone and get ready for bikini depression. Level up, you know? <laughs> what are you doing at the beach? Watching marine wildlife, literally watching a dolphin launch itself out of the ocean. Surfing. That's scary. We've all seen Soul Surfer. That, that movie traumatized me as a kid. There's no way. I'm going surfing. Swimming? Even worse. I'm more exposed. I No. No. Or relaxing. Uh, putting a little hat over my face. She's got the same Yeti my mother has with the straw and everything. The rubber straw. the Or the silicone one. It's like very floppy. Um, I also think it's... <laughs> I would like to say. I basically said like... That movie Soul Surfer traumatized me when, in fact, it was based on a true story of a young girl who was traumatized by getting bit by a shark. And meanwhile, I'm over here just like, I know. And I'm like, I'm traumatized by watching her get bit by a shark. Water scares me. I didn't. It's so scary. Like, I don't. Like, whenever I would go swimming in the ocean, I would not be that far out. And, like, a school of fish, just, like, tiny fish, they would not bother you at all. But they come near me, and I can feel them against my legs, against my body, and I, like, freak out. Oh, it's so disgusting. Because they're so small, and they could just crawl anywhere. And, you know, I saw Grey's Anatomy, and they had some horror stories on that show of things swimming up in areas you do not want to be swam up. That's I'm it. relaxing from the safety um, of the sand. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I hate the sand, but I'd rather be doing that than 
I love any sand. other option. On the low, something about sand is just therapeutic to me. I like kinetic sand, <laughs> but not not you real. You can get sand. that on your private beach. Um, <laughs> I just like I like I'll make a request. Okay, I'll I'll pay the fine. But make it all kinetic sand. Why weren't there any stony beaches in these options? Like, you know, like the beaches where it's just pe- like pebbles? They do not claim that as a beach. That's apparently. what I want. Choose the perfect sunset to watch at the end of the day. So this one has frolicking energy. You just started running and you're playing around too much. And... Someone's like, whoa, watch out. You're going to fall. Ah! And then they catch you and it's romantic. Uh, the second one oh. is uh, LA for the first time. Look at my Instagram theme. Isn't it so fun? Valencia. Uh, and then we have the third one. Have you ever seen that movie? Chasing Mavericks. I don't think I have. It's Chasing Mavericks. Also based on a true story. All the surfing movies are. Uh, And then we have the final one. This is you just said goodbye to somebody. Big son. You just said goodbye to someone. And there's a tear going down your cheek. And you're like, we'll probably never see each other again. And they're like, don't say that. Let's just focus on the moment. Let's just focus on us. (laughs) It's kissing booth aesthetic. (laughs) Um, I... um, I'm going to pick the frolicking one. Something about that is just so... Not... Yeah. Frolicking, but falling in love. Uh, yeah. The first I'm one. I'm going to pick... I like... Chasing Mavericks. <laughs> just to be different. <laughs> All right. What coastal California town did you get? I got Laguna Beach. Whoa. And the picture kind of looks like a jungle. It says, you are a lively and outgoing person who is always ready to party or spending time with friends. Isn't that a lie? With its artsy and luxurious flair, Laguna Beach would be the perfect coastal town for you to live in. All right. My coastal town I've actually never heard of. And I apologize if I sound ignorant for saying this, but I think it's just like some town monterey monterey that's is literally it, the big that's the one with the big sur town really monterey. i mean i never i didn't pay that much attention <laughs> or maybe i just don't remember hmm, reese i don't know but um you know reese witherspoon she can scream all she wants uh, you are a rather calm and free-spirited person who loves nature and its peace. With Big Sur right around the corner, Monterey would be the perfect coastal town for you to live in. See, that doesn't sound like Big Little Lies to me. Rather calm and free-spirited. There was literally a murder in that town. You don't think that Shailene Woodley running across the beach was serene? I don't know. She ran across that beach a few times, and one of those times was not serene. You don't think Reese Witherspoon cooking in her gigantic mama kitchen was serene? Because I did. I don't know. I just don't think it was. You know, I don't think those twins bullying those or one of the twins bullying that little girl was very serene. 
But maybe that's just me. Maybe by their standards, that's pretty serene. With good comes bad. And with bad comes the outro. I hope that you all had a wonderful, uh, serene week. Because, you know, life's a beach sometimes. So I hope you all recovered Mm -hmm. if it was rough. And while you're having a serene, just calm, free-spirited week, please find the time to give us a rain, give us a review, and tell us what you like and tell us what you don't like. Follow us on Twitter at Doll. If you don't have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us, carjdollpodcast at gmail.com and subscribe. Bye! Bye! Bye.